right, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the podcast, helping you with my class. This one is designated for our government class. And with this one, we're gonna really focus on what the Americans did after they became free. We talked about independence last time. This is a big step in showing the progress in which we made as a nation very quickly, or else kind of the disaster that could have came from it. So the first thing we decided to do was that within our government, we were not going to have a super strong central government. We actually passed something called the Articles of Confederation. And after, after the Declaration of Independence, we decided that these Articles of Confederation were how we were going to run our nation. Basically what it said in the Articles of Confederation were that all 13 of the colonies that are now all 13 of the states are just friends. Each state can have its own rules, can have its own laws, they decide who is free, they decide what is independence, and they decide pretty much all of the different rules. The state only comes together in terms of common defense, uh, for security, and for mut the mutual and general welfare of all 13 of these states. But really, they never were to come together. Obviously, it didn't come into effect immediately. It took a little while. It took all the way till eighteen or till seventeen eighty one. So it took about three years for this to really take forth. But really, the structure of this government is super simple. There is a Congress there. It is one house system. So instead of having a House of Representatives and a Senate like we do today, it is one house. It is uh, the people in there are made up by the states in whatever way they want to decide. So some states can send 15, others can send two. There is no executive branch. There is no judicial branch. All those are going to be settled uh, by committees within the Congress. And each year, the Congress is going to make a decision and one person is going to be the president. The person would be uh, the presiding officer but not the president of the United States. That's key to know. They're not really the president, but that position is going to uh, rotate every year. There are some powers given to this Congress, but a lot of it is left up for your own interpretation. So they could make war, they could make peace, and they can send ambassadors to other places. They can make treaties and they can borrow money. They can set up a money system. They can set up a post office. They can build a navy and raise an army. But all of this needs to be done by asking the states. This is the problem is they have these powers, but they are agreeing that you have these powers, but they need to kind of agree with the state. So what this does is this promises that every state is going to work through full faith and credit to the public acts according to the Articles of Confederation. But reality is that's not how it works. There's major weaknesses divided in this. Some of the biggest major weaknesses of this, of this uh, Constitution or of this Articles of Confederation are that they don't have any power. Congress can ask to start a war, but they can't ask to borrow money to start that war. Congress doesn't have the power to regulate trade among states, so Pennsylvania can rip off Ohio, or Michigan can rip off Ohio, or vice versa. 
the Congress can't stop pretty much anything. And each state only got one vote, no matter how many people they sent. So the articles themselves are only up, only decided by 13 votes on every single decision. To change any part of this constitution, you needed 100% of the states to vote. And that's not, or to agree with the change. And that's not something that usually happens. So the 1780s come around, we have this so-so system of government. We have this, you know, centralized government that is weak. They're unable to really do whatever they need to do. Uh, you have all these big problems going on. You know, we got together to form this independence and then we broke up into 13 small countries. What are we, what, we didn't really know what we were thinking. So the states taxed against each other. They banned trades with each other. It causes economic chaos. And there's certain things that happened in our country at the very beginning that, you know, we talk about this demand for government involvement and how we're not, quote unquote, founded on protest. There's a rebellion in Western Massachusetts right in 1786. So just five years into our country, a guy named Daniel Shea, he was an officer in the War of Independence. He leads an uprising to, against the courts to shut them down. He also unsuccessfully made an attack at a federal arsenal because of he didn't want to deal with all these, you know, with the kind of the BS that went into the system. Daniel Shea had had enough. He was getting taxed as a farmer in Massachusetts because his stuff was going to Rhode Island more than he could afford to pay his workers. He runs away to Vermont. Vermont decides they're not going to really send him back. That was as easy as it was. There was no communication between the states. This is just a wake up call to the rest of the nation. This is a call for a stronger centralized government. Maryland and like what also is going to lead to this is kind of this is, so Shea's Rebellion is the wake up call. There still needs to be a next step to make this happen. And that's Maryland and Virginia are in the middle of fighting constantly over this trade dispute between them. They ignored everything Congress had said and they basically went to go meet and figure out what the problem is. They, they meet in Alexandria, Virginia, which is actually right on the border of Washington, D.C. today. And they meet there, and as they're there, they start these negotiations. And as a part of this call, Virginia asked that we bring in everybody throughout the country. We bring in all the state legislators. And we are going to open a meeting in September of 18, 1786 to try to get everybody to change their mind. However, that first meeting, which was held on September 11th, only five of the 13 states attended. New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Delaware, and Virginia. New Hampshire, Massachusetts, Rhode Island, and North, North Carolina had appointed delegates, but none of them decided to come. Alexander Hamilton starts something up and James Madison 
they push out another plea. And finally, the other seven states at least have named delegates to a meeting in Philadelphia. On February 21st, this Congress, which had been trying to avoid doing the work, is now going to meet in something that becomes later on known as the Constitutional Convention. The big decision that they make is to get rid of the Articles of Confederation. And as they get rid of it, they start to draft what is our modern day Constitution. It takes years to finish the writing of the Constitution. It is not a small feat. But you know what? It is the thing that saved this country up until this point. Guys, please rate, review, and subscribe to this. Again, there's extra credit opportunities for doing so. Uh, so just kind of let me know. Give me some feedback back so I know where we're at with everything if this podcast is actually helping us. Have a good rest of your day. I will talk to you later.